0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with a Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue a theme that we started yesterday, and that is the purposes of God. And when we look at the scriptures, we see that God moves in many ways according to his purpose, according to his power, and according to his uh, pleasure. We started yesterday by looking at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11, which is worth repeating. We We have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. So one of the most important things we need to recognize is that God has a purpose and he works his purpose. And so often his purpose is going to be worked through you and I. And if God is a very purposeful person, a purposeful God, we too are called to have a purpose in our life. And it's interesting, Junie, when we looked at Acts chapter eleven.
2: Before you go there, Shelley. Sure. um, You gave a definition of purpose yesterday that I think is worth repeating.
1: Oh, those synonyms for the word purpose. These are those synonyms: resolute, to be resolved, to have intention, determination, and to set forth. Junie, those words really describe how we should be living. Not just to fulfill God's purpose, but demonstrate his power and bring him pleasure. Because when we fulfill his purpose, it delights the heart of God.
2: And I brought out yesterday the scripture in James chapter 1, verse 22, that we should not merely listen to the word and deceive ourselves, but we should learn to obey what the word is saying to do. So during the course of this week, we really need to make ourselves resolute, resolved, and determined to follow the Lord. And when we do that, Shelly, God makes a way for us to repent. You talked yesterday a little about David and Daniel, and I pointed out, and I think it's really important to repeat, that David in his flesh failed in so many ways. Daniel was resolute and determined, and he was resolved that even in Babylon he would follow the Lord. So David is a good example for us because he was king of Israel, and Jesus is coming back as the greater David. And David, King David, showed us a way when he cried out through the psalmist in Psalm 51. How does it go? Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And renew? A right spirit within me. Amen. So he cried out to the Lord. So for you and me, Shelley, and all listeners, we can become purposeful, By being resolute, resolved, and determined to cry out to the Lord when we fail, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and renew a right spirit within
1: me. You know, Junie, when you were saying that, I really feel what we're talking about this week is really a wake-up call to those who love the Lord. Amen. We get too nonchalant, we become blasé, lackadaisical, and we're not living for a purpose that's so far greater than us We have to get our eyes off ourselves and say, Lord, what would you have for me to do? Because while we're not going to speak about Paul, but Paul's whole life was determined by what he said initially, Lord, what would you have for me to do? And yesterday we looked at a section from Acts 11, when things were happening in Antioch, and it says in verse 22 in chapter 11, Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart they should continue with the Lord. Junie, this is such a word today because things are going so haywire in the world, but we need to have purpose of heart to continue and press on with the Lord.
2: And we need to say, Shelley, that the disciples were disperse because... Stephen had just been martyred, and so Barnabas telling the disciples to what be purposed in their heart That's to right. what
1: to continue with the Lord.
2: And so I'm um, I'm um, I'm not testing you, Shelley. I just forgot what it, what it said. But um, for our listeners and for you and me, if adverse things happen, like the disciples were heartbroken for what happened with Stephen. But Barnabas was saying
1: to press on with purpose of heart,
2: with purpose of heart. So if we see in the world darkness and we see things that we know aren't right, we need to take this exhortation with purpose of heart to press on in the Lord, because he works all things to the good, as you brought out yesterday in Romans eight twenty eight. For those of us who were called by God and according to his purpose.
1: Amen. Amen. So that's that is one of the calls of God upon all of our lives to fulfill the purposes of God. All right, so we mentioned yesterday we were going to talk about two men, David and Daniel, and we like to look at them from the standpoint of fulfilling the purpose of God. Acts chapter thirteen, verse thirty-six. Acts thirteen, thirty-six It says, for David, after he had served his own generation by the will of God. All right. So we clearly see another version says, for David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation. What a a way to uh, leave this earth knowing that we have served the purpose of God in, in our generation. Powerful testimony. And then we read, just to get further background for some aspect of David's life, Samuel was speaking to King Saul in 1 Samuel thirteen fourteen. These words, But now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him as ruler over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Junie, there's a dramatic connection here. We saw in Acts 13, 36, David served the purpose of God in his generation. And then when Saul failed as the king, God anointed and appointed David. And what? how is David described? A man after his own heart. David had a heart Full of purpose,
2: and you know, Shelley. David is a good example again, worth repeating, that for all listeners and for you and I, David failed terribly with Bathsheba, and then uh, killing her husband and um, having an illegitimate child. But he cried out. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and renew a right spirit within me. In other words, David repented. And as a result of David's repentance, he was able to fulfill the calling of God in his generation as king of the Jews. And Jesus is coming back as the greater David. He didn't sin. He didn't fail. So we can follow Jesus and his resurrected life, which is in every one of us who is born again of his spirit and his life, can enable us to overcome sin, our own desires, flesh, because we will be resolute. We will be determined. We will... Uh, be um, resolved that we are going to follow the Lord and not our own ways. And that's why the Lord said that King David was a man after his own heart because David repented as king. Yes, He cried out to God and he was a humble servant. And that's why Jesus said that he has a heart after the heart of David. That's very powerful. Amen.
1: So we saw in 1 Samuel that uh, Samuel said to Saul that God sought out for himself a man after his own heart. And we read in Acts chapter 13, verse 22, Paul speaking at, at the church at Antioch concerning David. He said that God said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart, who will do all my will, Junie? We could be a man after the heart of God, and a man after the heart of God is one who will do all God's will, and that had that means that he had a purpose in his heart. David's purpose was to do the will of God, so they go hand in hand. A heart we spoke about what um, Barnabas said he had a. a we need a purpose. Full heart david was a man after the heart of god and they go hand in hand
2: so how do you reconcile then shelley david's failure in his flesh and doing all of god's will how do you reconcile that
1: well i think you said it junie when he when he was found out psalm 51 speaks about it that David, I'm sorry, Nathan came to David and said, Thou art the man. And he repented. And he knew he, may, he knew he sinned. And he came to the Lord and repented. Repentance is the key. And I think, no matter, as you said before, no matter what we've been all our lives, we can come to the end of ourselves, become a man with a purposeful heart, and determine that no matter what, we are going to do the will of God. And that brings us into a... That is the new life that God calls us all to.
2: So then it is an encouragement for anyone who's listening who has failed in their life that it's not over, that the devil can lie and say it is, but it really isn't, that you can turn back to God and God is there waiting for you because he loves you. Uh, God takes no pleasure in a man dying, but he came that we would overcome sin and death because he died for us and became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. So it really is an encouragement to resolve and... Be um, determined. Yes. and um, Be
1: resolute. Be
2: resolute to follow the Lord and turn to him.
1: And just as a final verse in Psalm 17, verse 3, these are the words of David. You have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and have found nothing. I have purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. So David was a new man, and God is calling all of us to be that new creature in him. Father, we thank Thank you, you, Lord. Lord. Thank you that you have purposed, Lord. You move by your purpose. And I pray that we could start living to fulfill the purposes of God that you put in our heart. We want to be a man or a woman after the heart of God. We pray this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen.
0: That's Shelley and com. Until next time, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.